okay, so I read this uh, status on Facebook last night. <laughs> it's so funny. I've read it like 20 times. <laughs> Cracks me up. From Danielle. Yes, that was my two-year-old peeing in the corner of Brookstone store tonight. Yes, I carry a potty in my purse at all times for such emergencies. Yes, I forgot to fill the disposable bags that come with this potty that's all that are always in my purse. Yes, I unfolded an extra pull-up, made sure he had his aim right, and let him handle his business. Yes, we were both pretty proud of ourselves. What's yes. that all about, Danielle? What do you mean? Uh, my son is potty trained. He has been potty trained for a month and a half now. I carry a potty in my purse at all times. <laughs> it has like these little disposable bags, and I used the last one on the plane and forgot to refill it. And so um, yesterday in the middle of Brookstone, I was doing a return, and the guy um, the guy was going, you know, he, it, those things take time. And so I ended up having to ask him if I could borrow the corner because the closest bathroom was at the food court. Sure. Which is far. Very far. And he's got regular underwear on, so what am I supposed to do? Make him whiz in his underwear? No, no. I'm not. That's right. No, it's I'm not. Okay. That's not okay to make him whiz in his underwear. What, what did you do when you were flying to Tennessee? You let him go to the bathroom in front of everybody on the plane? Seth, I have a video because I knew it was possible. Like, if, if the plane was at where I could take the seatbelt off and take him to the bathroom, I did that. We did that, no problem. My fear was if the seatbelt sign is still on and he has to go. And so I ended up opening uh, opening up one of these potties and I let him go in the seat. He was, in, okay. he was by the window. It's totally okay. He's two and he's potty trained. All right. Now, this is different from a woman who needs to breastfeed her child and she could do it all over the place, right? Yeah. Why? I don't. I don't know if a, a kid should be going to the bathroom in the middle of the mall. He, okay. He was in the corner. We were by the pillows. <laughs> You're inside a store. Yeah. Well, because the closest bathroom to me was far away. The guy was in the middle of of making a return for me, so it was going to take a while. I had already waited a little bit, and I was getting anxious. He had regular underwear on, right. and I did what I had to do. Important question: Did you purchase anything in the Brookstone? Yes, I did. Okay. Mm. Ah! Wake up and you're going, ah! Was that the wrong button, Garabo? <laughs> of course it was. I just wanted to let it play out because it's a great sound bite. Uh, so you did purchase something. I did. All right. So that, per- I mean, that, that purchase gives you the right to let him whiz in there. It's okay. You, you don't think you're teaching him that he can go to the bathroom wherever, whenever he wants to? I'm teaching him that when he tells me he needs to go, I'm there for him and we're going to make it happen. Yeah, he won't remember. Right. When I, uh, I having been through potty training, uh, not myself, but through my son, I remember how stressed out I was the whole time. And what you want to do is reinforce to him going to the bathroom in the appropriate receptacle. Right. And like what he'll remember there is, Peeing in the potty, not peeing in the brook Because zone. here's what's going to happen. If I don't respond to him and I don't get him to a bathroom, he's going to go to the bathroom on himself. He's going to be miserable because it's uncomfortable. Or he's going to think it's okay to start going to the bathroom on himself again. And I take all those steps back that right. I just re- worked really hard on. Yeah, hard on. Uh, so are you saying it's not okay, Garabo? No, I'm actually, having been through uh, the agony of- but wait, you said in the office- it wasn't okay. Well, so tell me what part of this you weren't sure of. or He can't do it to your face, Daniel. Yeah. No, no, that's not at all. Having been through the agony of trying to get my kid to potty, I remember how stressed out I was. You have to get, like, targets for him to pee on. You have to, like, throw things in the toilet to try to get him to pee. So whatever you have to do to get your little kid from peeing in his diety to peeing in uh, a toilet, I am pro that. Dare I say, this has been quite easy for us. Right. And so for that reason, I would like to not take steps backwards and sure. constantly move forwards. I have another potty... And 
in the back of my car. So the other day when he had to go to the bathroom on the way home from swim practice, I asked him when we were done just to see. He didn't have to go. But on the way home, he decided he did. So I pulled off in the neighborhood, popped up the back of my SUV, and he peed right in the back of my car. Oh, the old Casey Anthony special. It's what we do. Gotcha. <laughs> You're putting your kid in the trunk? Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't sound okay, <laughs> but it actually is okay. It's okay. Instead of having an accident, right. then you got to go through all of that, oh. cleaning up the mess. Him peeing in his, a kid peeing in his pants is, is the, the absolute worst. It's, it's so simple, dude. Look. But what if you're a store owner and then she's just setting up shop in the corner well, and you've I, got customers? I ask okay. permission. I wouldn't do it if, if he didn't know. And really, if he said no, I would have just left his store and not bought what I, because in all actuality, I really just have to do whatever's best for my son. So this is the potty seat. Oh, God. Here it wow. is. So you just plop that right you in the middle of the brookstone. Right like Whoa, what would you put under it? You Well, there's, that's the thing is that there's a bag. And so the bag <laughs> takes in everything and you throw it away. Or I can put it over the potty. I mean. It's not okay. Excuse me, ma'am. Yes, I'm trying to get to the soundscape alarm clock, and uh, your child is whizzing in my way. I was uh, by the pillows. Just stepped in a puddle. Uh, Danielle is here. She uh, publicly potty trained her child in the Brookstone yesterday <laughs> at the mall. Not true. Not true. Was it Tyrone Square or was it International? You know it was Tyrone. Okay, I don't good. International. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. It's okay or it's not okay. I'm about to let him go potty right in the studio. Oh, that's what he's my saying. God. It's not okay. Dave, what's up? Uh, it's okay or it's not okay? Um, I don't think it's really okay. I kind of, okay. I, wa- I want, I want the, you know, want her son obviously to be comfortable, but sure. you know, it's kind of basically lead to down the road when maybe he's older and he remembers, hey, well, I'm sitting in the seat of the airplane and I could just go to the bathroom, or <laughs> hey, I'm in Brookstone, no, I got to go to the bathroom and there's not one around, or you know, and trust me, that's not a good thing to start at an early age of thinking, oh, I have to go to the bathroom and I can't get to one, so I'll just go around the corner over here and go to the bathroom. Or I have to go to the bathroom and I can't get to one, so I'll just go in my pants. Ooh. I mean, that's that's really the... Yeah, I'm not, that's the only I'm alternative. I'm not saying anything rude to you, sir. Right. That, literally, no, that's no, my I, only I, other option. I, I understand, though, but as they get older and then you're not with him at all times, what happens when he just decides he has to go and there's not a bathroom around... He's going to just think, I can do that, and he's going to go ahead and do it. And if he gets caught doing it, standing around a corner, and someone sees him, he's going to be a convicted felon, like a sex offender. That's I'm a, not that's saying a that you're pretty, wrong or not. pretty far leap, sir. I'm not saying you're a moron. Yeah, like, I, I, really, I agree. I wasn't leaning in that direction before, but yeah. sex offender, sir, get yeah. over it. I, I got to agree. The he took a, it took a long way to go there. Uh, he, are you? Uh, is he going to go right now, Danielle? And he's those, telling me potty, so it, I feel like I need to try. Is he really? Yeah, it's my job as a mom. I oh, hell yeah, do it. He's getting on the stage, too. And here, on the stage... I do what I have to do. Right. Take this him is- in. Take him in the back. There's cameras in here, though. Just there's perverts that Emerson, watch. Them. Emerson, do you have to go to the? Do you have, do you have to go to the potty? Do you have to go potty? Emerson, do you have to go potty? Uh huh. Okay. Do you want to go potty? Is that a number here? one or two? Do you want to go potty in oh, here no. or do you want to go to the bathroom? Do you want to go right here or do you want to dip out and go to the bathroom? Bathroom. Okay. Did you like peeing in the mall yesterday? Was it fun? Did you go potty in the store yesterday? Uh huh. Was it fun? <laughs> Was it fun? Do you think I should go pee-pee in this room right now? <laughs> I'm going to make a pee-pee right over here. Oh, yeah. Thank you. All right. So do you, do you feel like you should take him somewhere? Yeah, if he has to go potty. Unless you're okay with me picking him under the table, I will do it in the studio and be here for phone calls, or I'll be right back. Yeah, pretend it's your own personal Brookstone. Okay. okay. I mean, because... Um, I don't know. I don't want Danielle to miss out because it looks like we have a, a manager of the Brookstone on hold. Oh, that might have been the guy. Oh, oh, it's possible. Let's find out. Patty. Oh, he's Chris. Chris, what's up? Hey, hey man. How, how you doing? Hey, Drew. I love the show. Thank you, Chris. And, and I hate to, I, I don't want to call in and be a dick, but I actually do work at the location where, where this happened last night. And I was not the one that she, uh, that she spoke to. 
But um, I can tell you that we did have to have a cleaning crew come in, and it cost $150. And uh, the, the gentleman who, who told her it was okay to do that uh, is now possibly going to lose his job. That's not true. First of all, the person I talked to was a manager, and he did it in a pull-up, and there was yes, nothing he, yes, there. He was. He, yes, he was an assistant manager. He was an assistant manager, not an actual manager. My name is Chris. I'm with Tyrone Square Mall. He did lose his job. He, he, he's a danger of losing his job, at least, and we have to have a cleaning crew. You can't not have a child come into a store and go to the bathroom. And like I said, I love Drew. I love the show. But this is something we've talked about at the store for the last day. You cannot do that. I don't even know who, who carries a portable toilet for their kid anyway. I do. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, so you're just calling to get $150 for the cleaning and sanitation crew. You had to come in there after Danielle just let her kid go to the bathroom all over your fine at store last night. I honestly don't expect to get $150 from her, but I did want to say maybe you know maybe you shouldn't bring your child out to the store if you can't stop them from, from pissing everywhere. Oh, my oh, goodness oh, gracious. Whoa, <laughs> easy, 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 easy. I'm not really sure that was legit. Um, if you are the manager, I don't know why you would have any hatred towards me. I brought my son in your store. I spent money in your store, and we didn't make a mess. I asked permission. I wasn't rude at all. So, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. What store's well, next? Really- what store's next to your Brookstone? American Eagle. I don't think that's true. It's not true. It's on the other side of the mall. Sorry, it's buddy. Not okay. Nope, it is. It is. It is directly next to us. They, no, they just they, they just moved it, right, Chris? Didn't they just move the American Eagle next to the Brookstone? Yeah, they wanted to be closer yeah, to the baby pee. <laughs> they've been moving. They've been moving some things around there. So I've literally had to get my staff together this morning and explain to them what to do in a situation when you have somebody who cannot control their child and they literally they are urinating in the store. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Have a great day. The, the American Eagle's on the other side of the mall. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. You're in the middle of an it's okay. It's not okay. Uh, little baby E relieved himself in a Brookstone yesterday. Should we tell her at all or no? What? That, that wasn't really the manager. Who was it? <laughs> Pr- 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 Promo John. Jeez Louise! <laughs> you have me sweating over here. I do have a conscience. God, I hate that guy. George, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How you doing, bud? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, doing well. It's okay or it's not okay? It's definitely okay. It's okay. Tell me why. I have a uh, son who's almost three. He is fully potty trained. And just earlier today when we were leaving B- Bush Garden, he goes, I have to potty and I'm not going back in there. Pop out the little potty in the trunk and he's good to go. See? That's good parenting right there. Yeah. Uh, look, if I was not a parent, I might disagree. But having been through the rigors of potty training, I remember all too well what that was like. Anything you can do to get your kid to whiz in the proper place, uh, you got to do. Desiree, what's up? It's okay or it's not okay? It's definitely not okay. It's not okay. Tell us why. If you use the porta potty in your car, sure, that's fine. But in a store, that's ridiculous. So what? Uh, my my mother in law carries around a jar so that my little tiny brother in law can pee wherever he wants to go, and they do it in stores, and I think it's disgusting. <laughs> do you have your little? Yes, I do. I have a five year old daughter, and she has never once peed in a store in a portable potty or a jar. So what would you do? Like I'm just I'm just hypothetically asking, what would you do in a situation? Because I did try to wait. I I have to say that I did try to wait. For- I did try to wait for a couple of seconds, sorry. I did try to wait for a couple of seconds to see if I could 
hold it off or if he would be able to finish up quickly as far as checking me out. And that wasn't happening. So what's my option well, at that point? To let him go all over himself and all over me? It's, it's literally okay. the only other option I had. Or you can walk him to the bathroom as soon as he says he has to go potty, then you hustle to the bathroom to get him there because sure. that's where you're supposed to go is to the toilet. That's to true, the bathroom, but hustling, hustling is on the other side of the mall. Right. And on he's the not other make it side there. of the mall, if it was yeah. just a foot and a half away or if it was a couple stores away, I asked. I actually asked the guy if there was a restroom in the Brookstone that I could use because he had to go to the restroom, and he pointed me to the to the food courts, and, and I wasn't able to get there. I wouldn't have gotten there in time. Well, I always use the rule that we use the potty before we go anywhere okay, and before we you. leave. And I anywhere. asked him before we that. went, I'm so glad that you're such a great parent. See, Hopefully I can be like you one day. See, the thing is, people want to act like uh, <laughs> like you didn't uh, like you didn't plan that. Like, you know, ideally, sure, your kid will always pee before you leave on a long road trip or whatever. But as we know, as parents, uh, things come along and screw things up all the time. And I ask. I mean, I ask before we go into places. I ask before we leave the house. We try before we leave the house. Sure. But guess what? Do you pee on command? You probably Probably don't, so he doesn't either. Uh, Tammy, what's happening? It's okay or it's not okay that Danielle's kid weed in the Brookstone yesterday? It's very okay. It's okay. Very, very okay. Tell us why. <laughs> because she took every precaution to have her child go to the bathroom, and there was nothing wrong with it. And this kid's not going to remember. He's not going to have potty trauma when he's 30 years old, remembering. It's very okay. Uh, yeah, I I agree with you. It's not like she planned it out. Oh, we're gonna go to the mall, and my kid's gonna wee in the B. Dalton bookstores. No, you you when you're a parent, you gotta improvise. You gotta adapt. You gotta overcome. That's literally the definition of being a parent. You have yep. to adapt to whatever is thrown your way. And I feel like. For the circumstance I was given, I adapted. Would it be better to make it to the restroom? Absolutely. And in any other situation where I could have, I would have. But I didn't have that. I had another resource, and we used it, and it worked. Man, my mom right on. My mom would have told me, well, just hold it, and if you pee, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely not okay. Well, I didn't pee. 727 Sherry, you're a mom, and you say it's not okay. Correct. It's not okay. okay. Tell us why. I just think I think that if your child truly is potty trained, then they're going to tell you they have to go to the bathroom and realize that it might be a minute or two. That's what potty training is. That child is not potty trained yet. Oh, if lady. He was, if he was potty trained, I mean, I have kids. I know, I know what it's all about. I've never had to have them. They never peed in a store ever. Okay. They went to the bathroom. So you've got perfect kids, but I mean, sometimes no, situations no. will come They're up. Far from perfect. Okay. Right, but he's not fully potty trained yet. You have to understand but that. Here's what I'm going to say. Go ahead, right. I'm gonna so, say. So if he's not fully potty trained, then if you're going to a place where you might not be able to make it, don't make him pee in front of people. That's not cool. Lady. That's not cool for people around him. It's not okay. It was almost, the store was empty. I was in the corner, and here's what I'll tell you. My son turned two years old on Sunday. He's been potty trained since Labor Day. It's quite early for a child his age to be potty trained. And you're right. Maybe he could have held it. It's possible. But he's but just... if everybody did that, then there'd be kids all over the all mall. Over. <laughs> all over. <laughs> all over. In front of Auntie Anne's, in front oh. of PacSun, oh. in front of the Gap. Everywhere. Oh, Cinnabon. GameStop, you name it. There's just going to be an epidemic of kids peeing in the mall. It's not right, Danielle. It's no place safe. International Mall, Citrus Park, Tyrone Square. No place is safe from these peeing children. Uh, Danny, it's okay or it's not okay. Danielle's kid took a wee in the Brookstone. 
It's fine. Hey, it's okay. How many kids? Yeah, how many kids go walking through that mall, pissing their pants and running down their leg on the car? Okay, how many times do we have to tell you call once per show, Dan, bro? <laughs> Ray, it's okay or it's not okay? Not okay. It's not okay. Tell us why. I mean, who wants to see that? Maybe, I mean, you may be inconveniencing the people that work there. I don't want to smell poopy and pee okay. when I go into a store. Broken record. We were in a corner. Nobody saw. I was not only had him in the corner, but I was in front of him so nobody would see. He did not go number two. There was no issue. Right on. But I'll say it again. Thank you, sir. Nobody saw. Appreciate your call. Has that ever happened, though? Like, you don't know what you're going to get. No. When he goes. Yeah. No, it's never happened. Does he know the difference to tell you, like, if he's going to go yes. number one or number two? Yep. That's yep. good. And he had already done the one he needed to do for good. the day. I was very confident oh, that yeah. wasn't going to happen. Isn't that a relief, too, when he gets that number two out? Because you're like, now I don't have to deal with that for a very long time. Yes. Ugh, I still have problems with that myself. Not with my kid, but with me. Uh, Danielle, thank you for being here. We appreciate that. You are a great mom, Danielle. You're a fantastic and you, you have mom. A, you have a great son. And thank you for coming in here and letting people beat up on you a little bit today. Thank you. I will kill Promo John while he's sleeping tonight. <laughs> just, uh, just so you know, who do you think set that whole oh, thing you up? Did. Okay, just making sure. Sure. Okay, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of how this works. Go Seth written all over it. Shalom, my friends. Welcome back to the Drew Garabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day. The first rule of the Drew Garabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day is don't talk about it. Just tweet me at Seth Cush and tell me how much you love it because I love you. Kisses, Bay. Gentlemen, what's happening? Hi there. Hello. What's Hello. happening? Bonjour. Hi, guys. This is Thomas and David from Angels and Airwaves. Hello. <laughs> oh, hey. It's like a big party chat. What's going on? Well, hi. This is exciting for us to be on the air talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to have you on talking about somebody else, but we figured you'd be more uh, expertise-driven with yourselves. That is you true. You would be surprised. You, actually, that is true yeah. as well. You would, you would be surprised. We don't know that much about us, but we know a lot about you guys. Uh-oh. Have you been watching us? I, I'm watching you right now. I'm right outside the window. Thanks a lot, though, for uh, being here. Seriously, and uh, you know, you guys have uh, have been uh, wow. The new CD is right in stores now. Angels and Airways Love Part One and Part Two. Uh, was this like one epic effort that you had to divide into two parts, or what? Yeah, you know, we uh, we started this almost five years ago. We knew we wanted to make a film. Actually, when we started the band seven years ago, but. Uh, we started the film about five years ago, and uh, and we're completely independent. So we did this whole thing uh, completely independent from any major label or, or studio. So it, it was definitely a, a labor of love. We started the film, made the record. We released part one, the first half of the double album, uh, on Valentine's Day 2010. Um, uh, and now we then we took the film to a bunch of film festivals worldwide and and. and learned a lot and, and then came out here with the, the the second half of the record love part two and the whole thing is packaged together or available uh, in various forms from your uh, local itunes delivery source or amazon as well do you like being independent or is it a pain in the ass sometimes well it's difficult because you got you have to worry about a lot of different things that you you never used to i mean back in the 90s i remember uh it was like all these, all the record labels had so much money. You know, they can really invest in in your band, and they can really uh, and do do wonders. But the the cool thing is, it's good and bad. The bad thing is, is the labels obviously uh, have had a really really rough time and went under. Then bands started using computers and making albums uh, in their living room. The good thing is, is that now bands have become independent. They can do these things on their own. And uh, but they have to they have to worry about uh, how to get it out there and and challenge themselves to be a little bit more ambitious to get people's attention. And I, I think one of the, that's one of the reasons why Angels and Airways is the way it is, because we always knew 
that we were we the only way to have a fighting chance is to really put ourselves out there and try new interesting exciting things and take risks on ourselves gentlemen Tom, did you find uh, when Angels and Airways first started that people, I think they have a natural tendency to resist change. And did you feel like you're almost pigeonholed into a certain sound? And then when you tried to break free of that mold, uh, there was a certain contingent of people who just resisted that because it was different? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's how it goes for probably any artist of, of any kind, you know, whether it's in film and or music or, or whatever. I think that... Uh, you know, because you spend so much time kind of branding yourself, and then you wake up one day and you kind of go, wow, there's more to me. But um, but it's okay, though, because if you really like what you do and you really believe in what you do, that challenge uh, is what makes great artists really jump out and, and do something that's probably some of the better work of their career. I, I believe that is when, it was when they take those risks, because you, you're, you're kind of basically feeling like you have something to prove. And it's when artists feel like they have nothing to prove is when they become complacent. And, uh, and when we started Angels and Airways, I was coming out of you know, the breakup of Blink-182, and I knew that everyone thought of me as, as you know, the, the pop, pop punk kid, which I was. You know, I grew up in Southern California, listened to punk rock music. That was my whole thing, sure. my whole life. Um, but uh, when the band broke up, I was also I was 28 or 29 years old, and, and uh, I wasn't exactly the same 16-year-old kid I was when I started that band. So uh, I had to create something that was representative of who I was and who I was going to be over the coming years. And, um, and making a movie was something that we wanted to do from day one. Uh, no band has ever done it the way we've done it, where usually bands put themselves in the movie, and usually bands make like a, or, or they say they're going to make a rock opera or right. a documentary. So this, is a, this is a science fiction film um, that, you know, that stands on its own. And, uh, and we spent the past year doing all these film festivals around the world to, to show people, and, uh, and, and it's taken a long time, like you said, to let people kind of retrain their mind uh, as far as what they think of me and, and what they think this band is capable of. And now it's, now it's uh, I mean, it, this is the most exciting past uh, week that we've had uh, of this band ever, because this whole thing came out last week uh, on iTunes, but now it's out everywhere this week. Awesome. We're talking to Tom DeLong and David Kennedy from Angels and Airwaves. Now, Tom, I was at your show in Tampa back in September. One of our listeners got to interview you backstage, and I was talking to one of your security guys and basically asking him how hard it is to keep the ladies away from you, and he told me that they have a new thing where they really monitor the three of you very closely because you're all very happy in life and you don't want any like any kind of drama with females around you. Is that true? Uh, well, I have noticed that they do have an interesting system because no matter where I'm at, there's always someone trailing me. And I, I, that's funny you bring that up. I haven't actually specifically talked to them about that, but uh, I like that potentially it sounds like there's so many naked women trying to get me <laughs> that they literally have to protect me like the president. That's cool. That makes me sound really cool. But, yeah, I know we're all married, and, well, Travis isn't anymore, but... Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really think it's a good look, to, especially now that I'm like, you know, I'm 35 years old, and you know, a lot of these fans, you know, some of them are 18, 19 years old. I don't, some of them are younger too at Blink. But uh, you got to be careful who's naked and chasing you. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have to card them, and when they're not carrying any clothing that they have identification in, that could be a little bit difficult. Well, sometimes it's grown men that are in the nude, and it's like weird. But those ones they don't tackle. They let those ones straight into the dressing room. Of course, and why wouldn't they? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.